see it. And we're live. Oh, uh, shucks. Can you live without my video? Yeah. Well, if Jesus. I turn it on, it'll shift everybody, and then I'll have to fix the recordings and stuff. I can. No, I'll just have to infer what faces you're making <laughs> yeah. and emotions. Are I'll just stare at Taylor the whole time. I like I'm doing it. Better it. I'm anyway. doing it. I think I can yeah, figure it out. Yeah, me and Kyle have. Yeah. We'll just have our chemistry. I'm making we'll eye contact. I don't know where you're looking, but I'm making eye contact with you right now. I fixed it. I'm making eye contact with you too, but it looks like, like you're that. looking over my right shoulder, like someone who has a slight eye problem. Uh -huh. or maybe Not me, man. <laughs> Not me, man. You're looking right into my fucking soul right now. It's like we're one. Does that make you uncomfortable? Like Almost even worse than a really bad, bad lazy eye, like a Forrest Whitaker lazy eye, is one that's just like three degrees off, you know, because then you're not sure which one to look at. Yeah. I had a science teacher like that in seventh grade, uh, Mr. Bradson or something like that, and he had this horrible lazy eye. And I remember one time me and my buddy were making these uh, paper airplanes to throw as he was turning around with the fucking Bunsen burners or whatever, and... He, my my friend threw one and it hit him in the back, just cliche middle school thing. And he turns around and he started yelling at our like little two tabled group and was yeah. like, "I can't believe! Why would you throw that? That's disrespectful." We've had this conversation before, and I kind of like looked over and laughed at my friend because I thought he was getting yelled at. And he's like, "Oh, and what do you find so funny about all this, Taylor?" <laughs> like, what? No. Oh, you're looking at me. Okay, Wait, say that. Like, <laughs> all right, simple misunderstanding. You know, you're wrong, but. Can't get mad at you. Um, yeah, I feel so bad. We, we were um, we were talking about Deadpool just before uh, just before we kicked this thing off. Uh, I think we've all seen it now. I saw it. I think yesterday afternoon. Um, I saw it shitty. I, I I saw it. Somebody. It's a. It's on um, BitTorrent somewhere, and <gasps> I know, right? The thing is, the movie's been out for like two weeks almost, a week and a half, ten days, and um, I hadn't seen it. And I was like, I'm not getting out to see it. Like, here it is. I can see it and then know what it's about and enjoy the movie. And by the way, loved it. Thought it was awesome. I, I, I Taylor, I think you said Deadpool was just okay in your head, right? Yeah. Good, I, I, but not. I thought it was great. I And I, I think I just really like dirty stuff quite a bit, right? Like, it, there was a, a montage. Very raunchy. There was a montage of them having sex in it, and I, I don't want to spoil it. So we're gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna go spoiler free on this thing. Okay. Yeah. But um, no uh, specifics. Yeah, no specifics. But I'll say this: there's a montage of sex in the film, and that sex helps you establish how much they mean to each other and how they're you know two peas in a pod. And, yeah. Um. I uh, I feel like that. sex scenes do that better than. Any other, dude? I don't want to see you fucking holding hands, walking around the lake. Like that doesn't. Uh -huh. That tells me you like each other on a fifth grade level. You know the the shit that happened in there tells me that you two are yeah, uniquely suited that you for each like, other. Like each other. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's uh, I, I could go on and on, dude. The the, the movie Three Hundred, right? So who's the main character? Unitas or Leon something? Leonidas. Leonidas. Thank you. Um, he has sex with his wife at the start to show, like, to demonstrate how connected they <laughs> yeah, are. Yeah, Johnny right? Unitas, king of the Spartans. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, Leonidas, but he doesn't just have sex with her like a normal loving way. He fucking taps that from behind. And at least for me, perhaps I'm giving something away here. I was like, oh yeah. They're extra good. Like, I, I like that. I like that he's tapping that from behind. I like all the crazy shit the Deadpool was doing. Um, because it, I don't know, like, it just it established something that I feel like it being R-rated. Like, there's a scene, and this is in the trailer, totally not a giveaway. He cuts someone's head off with a sword and then kicks it into somebody else. 
that doesn't happen in PG movies. Like that that's not in the Avengers, you know? In the Avengers, they just punch giant CGI monsters in the chest. But in Deadpool, they slice the guy's head off and kick it at somebody else. Yeah, there's a little bit more. Um, and it's not much of a change. It's, it's less than you might think. So you look at something like Lord of the Rings. That easily could have been R-rated film if the blood were red instead of black. But mm. it's not. Compare Braveheart with Lord of the Rings. Braveheart, you probably think, oh, man, that was gory, right? That big battle scene where everybody hacking everybody up. Every Lord of the Rings movie was that for like yeah, at least an hour. It's only the black the work blood that makes it not look as bad. Exactly. So it's it's that little change, but that little change means a lot. Now I was I watched RoboCop the other night, and they use blood squibs or uh, blood packs. You know, so when someone gets shot, the their clothing literally explodes outward, and blood gushes out. And when in the scene where very early in RoboCop one, where they 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 shoot the main character, and that's the, that's how he becomes RoboCop. It's incredibly violent and brutal. They literally take one of his arms off with a 12-gauge point blank, but he's just screaming as bullet after bullet hits him, and that is R-rated. Like, there's a big difference between the even the hard PG-13, like the Dark Knight, where we see him literally torturing people, beating people, breaking bones, but we don't see gore. And that little bit extra is... is I don't completely I like agree. Because no? here's my, my thought. I think you're right in that Lord of the Rings was just a hiccup away from being R, right? Whatever it was, PG-13, I guess. Because, was, yeah. Which, yeah. I don't know which one's higher. Um, so, so all they needed, to, like they, were, they went right up to the edge of it. But I wouldn't say that Deadpool was right at the bottom edge. Like you wrote me and said like, you know, I don't think there are any of the other super movies have a pussy in them, right? Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it was definitely um, in some He was some at the way. top edge of R. Right? I don't know about the, that. The, no, the no. fight scenes were maybe only a step further, but the rest of the sex scenes were outrageous, and there was a lot of cursing. Right? PG thirteen gives you one or two cursing. There must so, have been fucks. It's the fucks. You get you get one fuck in a, in a PG thirteen film, mm -hmm. um, and there's lots of fucks. Okay, so the language was definitely super raunchy, over the top. Um, the sex I thought was just plain R. Like it wasn't much more. You know, I've seen the stuff that borders on NC seventeen or goes to NC seventeen, and and it wasn't that. It wasn't pornographic by any nature. We just saw it didn't a lot stand of stand out from other similar scenes in R-rated yeah. movies. It, I mean, it definitely required the R because there's lots of titties, and I saw a woman's vagina very clearly, and it was nice. I didn't see that. Uh, in, the strip, in the strip club, the stripper like is rotating. Is that and, where and, it was? And, and you just it, pussy shot. I watched this shit in IMAX. Okay, that <laughs> pussy was the size of a Buick. I saw. Wow. I, she she oh, had a like saber a, pussy. And it wasn't that. It wasn't that. Uh, the it wasn't the super hairy '70s pussy where they they put that like. Uh, I'm blanking out on the word, uh, but they, there's a a thing. It's a, it's a vagina toupee basically. Um, uh, Merkin. Merkin. Yeah, same time. Merkin. Um, <laughs> And there was no Merkin. She had a shaved pussy with like a, a landing strip, and you saw her her lips. I was like, "That's pussy!" And, uh, wow. and, and that, I'd know that anywhere. I like that. Yeah, I've seen that before. That's good stuff. <laughs> was it a um, medium R-rated vagina shot where it was just kind of no. you know one of the interior ones were just the lips, or was it kind of just mayhem down there with things hanging? No, it, it was a. It, now I don't know if you're familiar with this subreddit, but it's the S I M P, the simp. Uh, uh, subreddit and and these are vaginas. No, which Kyle, ones... I know nothing about the Simp subreddit. So these are vaginas. Just taking a guess here. Is it based on the, looking like Homer Simpson's lips turned sideways? Yes, yes, it Lucky is. Me. It's, oh. it's a it's an extreme any vagina with 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 large uh, lips. It's kind of what we all want, I think, for the most part. I think it's I think most people like 
Like as a kid, like that was the vagina. That's what I pictured a pussy looking like as like an eight year old who'd never really gotten a good look you at one. You don't want the Arby's five under five? No, no, that's the worst. That's the worst. Um, that that's awful. I can't have that. Uh, quite frankly, um, I I anyway, get it getting away from the Arby's pussy. Um, <laughs> I like Deadpool a lot. I liked um, Taylor. You said that, and I think I might agree with you. Deadpool is um. It's it's a romantic movie pretending to be a superhero movie pretending to be a romantic movie. Yes, <laughs> it's that, a that makes sense. Masquerading around with an action face, but in real life, it's just an hour and a half long story of him pining over his girlfriend. But it's blended in so well that I didn't mind a bit. I liked it. I enjoyed the love story a- aspect of it, and it certainly didn't feel forced. It it felt like you needed it. It, it felt like how what else is going to keep this man going right after all, after all this stuff there has sure. to be something to drive him forward that uh, makes to sense motivate but him. i almost feel like the nature of his character is everything he's doing is you know i'm looking out for number 1 i'm the best just about me uh you know everything he does and then just for one person he just sets everything yeah, aside. I, don't, I don't think it's I don't They're think it's hard person. to find an, that's why, that's why it's another like motivation, though. Like He could have easily said, oh, you ruined my face. Now I'm going to track you down and fix me for just personally wanting to look better instead of wanting to look better for his partner. Like I don't think it's hard to – I could have rewritten that in 15 minutes. I liked it better the way it was. I do, I, too. I, 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 I felt like the relationship he had with her and the, the sex montage. I don't know if I've mentioned it, but I was a big fan. Yes. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> I thought like that made the whole movie better. That might be my favorite part of the movie, the sex the, montage. The, the, when he and she are being introduced in the bar with that guy from Silicon Valley, who was the best character in that whole movie? He was the funniest by far. Very good. Uh, Very good. When, they were, when the woman and Ryan Reynolds were getting to know each other at that bar, and it was just like three straight minutes of not realistic conversation. This is not the way people meet or talk to each other. It's just, oh, how about I set you up for a one-liner? Oh, I bet you'd like that, wouldn't you, big boy? Oh, I bet you're the one who can handle a big boy, aren't you, you fucking whore? And it's just like, oh, my God, this this isn't how people talk. This is not it was like It was like Dirty Gilmore Girls. It was like Dirty yeah. Gilmore Girls. If, I liked it. I liked, I liked it, I it, too. I, it, because it was like really fast. And it, what and happened is they met. That makes and me realize I'm watching a movie. It was like, like oh, okay, I, I feel you, Taylor. I hear what you're saying. But the, the scene, he says like, oh, I had a rough childhood. And then she says, well, mine was rougher, his was rougher, et cetera, et cetera. And it just keeps topping. And it's not realistic. And you, you're meant to know, even naive people like me, that this isn't true. <laughs> and, uh, you know, like, oh, my father beat me. Oh, you had a father, huh? Must have <laughs> been nice. <laughs> my uncle. I was molested. My uncle molested me. He's like, uncle? It was uncles for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or there's one person who's like, lived in a crack house with 14 other kids in one room. He's like, you had a house. <laughs> you know, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. It's great. It, oh, all right. So we're spoiling a touch. But it, anyway, it, again, that goes to establish how these two are uniquely perfect for each other. And Taylor's right. No one really talks like that. Except I like these the, two because they're so great together. And because, yeah. and because I feel like this movie wasn't trying to be a comic book movie. It was trying to be a movie comic book almost. Like, like it, it, I, I feel like they were giving the, the viewer the experience of reading a Deadpool comic and, and what that's like. Um, not that I've ever done such a thing, but just reading fan um, the, what the fans have said on, 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 the, on the subreddits and, stu- and such. Um, I really liked the combat. I liked, uh, I liked his combat style. Mm-hmm. I like that it's kind of devil may care with lots of comedy. He's a little bit like Jim Carrey in The Mask in some regards, where he he knows the whole time that this is all for shits and giggles, and he's putting on a show while he 
while while he works. He's aware that there's an audience watching him. You know, that's a that's one He's, of the aspects of Deadpool. So I didn't want I didn't read the comics either. Deadpool's more indestructible than I knew. Like, yes, I, I knew that he could take good damage and come He's back. He's just from Wolverine, it. basically, right? Yeah, there's um, I I watched a YouTube video, a really good one about scenes that were cut from the movie, and one of them is a montage, almost Groundhog Day like, where he tries to kill himself. <laughs> yeah, he's driving cars off cliffs. He's like doing all these crazy things. He got cut for that budget been reasons. Good. Yeah, they yeah, cut that it. Would have been the best scene of the whole movie. It would. I I all the scenes that got cut, I would have really enjoyed. Um, another one. Hey, here's the thing. So I think I can say this without ruining anything. There's a big fight at the end every marvel movie um it was meant to have a lot more gunplay and the whole thing about him forgetting the guns was for budget regions they just cut out like a giant um so lame yeah piece of the <laughs> movie sucks. well the, i i i he, he refers to the budget of the movie at one point i liked that a lot too he was like you ever noticed that blah 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 that's eh, probably because uh we couldn't afford it yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, I was going to correct <laughs> yeah, you, but you're obviously thing, doing uh, that so not to spoil it. My, yeah, yeah. Well done. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the way uh, they... The, I'll, just in reference to that, but I won't spoil anything, the shoehorning of those other two characters into it who were, like, ostensibly related to the X-Men or whatever. Ah, uh, there's a reason for that, apparently. They, I, it, it was so forced, and I, I don't know. Especially uh, the, the main bad guy's assistant lady, <laughs> it was just it was like what she was so boring no character at all she i just liked kind her of looked she just grimaced and then i know that like that, i don't know like with that, superheroes like play to your strengths like when i see it's more believable when i see like a giant metal man with huge hulking arms just beating the shit out of someone it's like okay that's a believable power for him because he's made of titanium or something but when you see some lady who looks like she could have been serving you your shitty lunch at middle school six hours prior to her gig at the super secret lab it's like oh you're the super strength person like oh wait a good casting you jackasses like i don't you know, know what i wanted sell me. the one of the things like when, when it happened i was like oh why didn't they do that why didn't we get to see that lady's titty i, I won't go any further with the scene but 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 i would have liked to have seen that lady's titty yeah, that clearly should have happened. That, that proves every that. movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then and, and that Dude, would have been great. There were a handful of things, some missing scenes, some, uh, you know, like the things they even talked about that would have made the movie much better. And I'm excited about the next one. Yes. Yeah, and, I, and they're not going to have the same budget challenges next Deadpool. No. So they made this one for $50 million. Uh, I'm sure we had probably all read the same Reddit thing that said he got $2 million up front plus uh, some some bonuses for box office, uh, you know. Uh, so they estimate he might make $10 bucks off this thing, which is which is pretty low in the whole Robert Downey Jr. scheme of things when you're the lead guy on a movie that can make half a billion dollars. And, mm -hmm. and it, Deadpool has already surpassed that. Uh, I think it's sixth highest uh, grossing R-rated movie of all time already in its second week or something like that. So uh, we'll see wow. we'll, we'll see how it finishes up. But it's made a shit ton of movie of uh, money, and uh, there's already they've already greenlit the sequel. Uh, we already know that he's going to have his. I don't know if you guys sat after the credits rolled to see the. Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah, very so. disappointing. Yeah, it was. I, I wanted to. Something Chiz loved it so much. I don't see what he was so excited about. Well, I you know they they explained that. You know that the, the the sequel would have another character in it that's much beloved by the Deadpool fan base. I think. And going mm -hmm. back to that, I think that that um, that X Man character, the Russian guy who's all metal, Colossus. Mad, Colossus. I, I think that he's a regular in the Deadpool universe. I think maybe mm -hmm. he's 
an X-Man that regularly uh, interacts with Deadpool, and maybe that's why I was there. Or it may, it may have been exactly what Deadpool said in the movie, you know. I wouldn't know, yeah. You know, I'm definitely not an expert on Deadpool. I always wondered what the big deal was with him, because he's so... Like every Comic-Con and something, the guy who's dressed up as Deadpool is like the star of the show. And uh, I was always like, what's the big deal with Deadpool? Now that I've seen the movie, I'm excited about Deadpool too. So. Yeah, I'm not going to be fooled into going to another rom-com. So I will wait until it's free online. Yeah, not <laughs> not I me. I paid two bucks for that. I, I really like the IMAX experience. I, I, um, I got there. You know, you get to reserve your seat. So I'm sitting. I did a little research, and I figured I found the, the exact two seats that they mix the audio for in those stadiums. You know, Jesus the, Christ. <laughs> I, I mean, it, look. If That's you're such a 40, good idea. I'm not even making fun of you. If you're paying $42 to go see a movie, it's good to know, you know, what the, the best two seats in the house are. So it's like two-thirds of the way up the dead center, and that, that's where the, uh, the guy sits who actually mixes the audio. And uh, I had a great experience. I really loved it. Hmm. What do we have Well, it's here? interesting to me that you guys liked Deadpool so much. I, I, really... I think it might be – it's my girlfriend's favorite Marvel movie – um, I think it's probably in my top three. I really liked Iron Man 1. It's my favorite. Uh, Avengers 1 is my second favorite. The rest of them are pretty iffy. Uh, the last Captain America was, I know... Is Kurt's. Guardians of the Galaxy Marvel? Yeah, it that's is. number... That's, that, oh, that that's, would be that's my two. number one. Your number yeah. one, huh? It's, it's my number three, I think. Of all those. I'm not big into superhero movies, so my judgments are totally off. You've heard my just weird <laughs> ramblings about Captain America. I don't know what it is about him. I just really hate him. Uh, you know what? Because your ramblings are so funny. Let me ask you this. You're going to leadership me to death? Yeah. Well, it's all <laughs> let me you can ask do. This, though. Let me ask you this, though. If there were a scene in uh, one of these Avengers or Captain America movies where Captain America took, like, legit machine gun fire and then showed off some attribute that allowed him to, like, tough out that sort of thing, would you like him more then if you realized that, oh, this guy could take some fucking shit? Like, he's pretty hardcore. Like, if he was taking, like, shots to the head and it's like he's wearing head. healing and stuff? Not necessarily the head, but let's say that Captain America took like like a machine gun spray, like an MP5 spray to the gut. Like he took three in the stomach and he was just like like filled it up with silicone or something and just kept fighting. Like if you saw him do something that badass, would that inspire you to like him more? Because I, I feel like it would for me because I kind of no. feel the same way. Oh. No, what I would see is in the background, I would see the Hulk leaping by him <laughs> with a tank. In each hand held by the, the turret, swinging, causing max mayhem. And I would say to Captain America, look to your left. That's what a superhero is. <laughs> a pathetic little fruitcake. Look, at that. look at that. Oh, do you see that 18-foot-tall giant green man tearing the tops off of tanks and throwing it at, at hell? Put so his hand into it. see how three 9 bullets just crippled you? <laughs> yeah, I no. Dude, I'm different. Like I there's a scene in the first Avengers where he's like, you know, Hawkeye, we need you up here, you spot, you do this, you know, uh, uh Robert Downey, we need you to go around and take on one of those big guys and Thor you do and Hulk, smash. And I like, oh, he just coordinated all that. They're all following his game plan. He's there in the walkie, like making sure everyone is at maximum effectiveness. I was like, Yeah, he's kind of living up to the leadership hype. I I dig this. Oh yeah. Let's just listen to this guy, guy who still is kind of coming to terms with everybody sharing the same water fountain, and he's leading the team. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got to really lay off of, uh, you know, the black members of the, 
superhero party. You can't be calling him that. <laughs> I, I always felt like it would have been funny if like Captain America had like a private moment with Robert Downey Jr. where he's like, so who put the nigger in charge? <laughs> <laughs> and then like Robert Downey Jr. would be like, <gasps> and then Captain America's like, I'm just fucking with you. And then he jumps out of the plane or something. Like that would, that's when that, an R-rated Avengers would be uh, like. I wanted to see more <laughs> racism. Like when he first came onto the ship and he's like, like sitting there and sees Robert Downey Jr. having a coffee or something. And he would just be like, boy, boy. And just yell at him like that. <laughs> demand him to come over. Oh, that'd be great. Wait, you is know, Robert Downey like Jr. More. something? More real. Why would he call him boy? Because that's a condescending thing to call black people. Robert Downey like, Jr. is not black. No, I was saying if he saw Robert Downey Jr. enjoying something, he would command. Oh, to get uh, someone to deliver his too. I yeah, see. To yeah. Get yes, boy, bring me a cup as well. Yes, because he doesn't understand. And they shouldn't be leading. Like half the skyscrapers in New York where they're fighting weren't there last time he saw it. Like he doesn't even know coordinates. He doesn't even know how fast cars can go. <laughs> he knows, no, he has no knowledge of anything tactical. It'd be like if Attila the Hun came into World War II and he's like, bring up the cavalry on this side. And they're like, no, we got to really catch you up to warfare because you're way the fuck behind. Just because you were, you know, Johnny All-Star in the year 18 doesn't mean you know shit now. But just because you were King Leonidas, King Unitas back in the day with your horse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> King Unitas. Uh, <laughs> quarterback of the tundra. So I don't know. Uh, no, I I liked the the first Marvel movie a ton. Um, Avengers, that is. Yeah, I'm sorry. I like the first Avengers a ton. I like the Deadpool a lot. I haven't been in love with the Captain Americas. I don't know why. Yeah, I haven't either. Um, I the Guardians of the Galaxy, Bucky. I enjoyed, but I really just liked Chris Pratt and one good things for him for some reason. But it wasn't like I came away from that movie just thinking it was a cinematic cinematic masterpiece i was like that was, ah. no it was it lighthearted was and funny movie. in a way that um that the others weren't i like the music uh the the soundtrack would be epic for it you know because it's all those oldies hits i like that stuff a lot um so i think those are some of the things i like the most about it and it, it was really open-ended i feel like with like a movie um i don't know the spider-man movies when they kind of give you his whole every time they reboot that thing, they give you the whole genesis and you learn about his grandma and his grandpa and Mary mm-hmm. Jane and all that bullshit all over again. But I felt like with um with the, with with um Guardians of the Galaxy, they left a lot of stuff open. I felt like we still don't know very much about him. He still hasn't discovered who his father is, and that's a major plot line in the greater Marvel universe. And there's just a lot left to do there. I that, that could Ryan Reynolds worked on Deadpool for 10 years and I keep seeing this again and again I assume it's true I wonder what was so hard about it 10 years I think he was uncompromising about um about what kind of movie he wanted to make that he wanted this movie um and and that they had a hard time getting the funding so if I remember if, if what I've read is correct the original reason why he was so interested in Deadpool is because in the Deadpool comic at one point they reference Ryan Reynolds like he's mentioned in the comic and and so that that, that yeah. got him interested in the comic he falls in love with it and he wants to be Deadpool he's like that's me i could be that guy um so i know that he i've read two versions of it um that there was that leaked footage which was really just kind of a promo to get fan support going of him doing the bridge mm-hmm. uh the bridge scene where he jumps off and attacks the motor uh, motorcade um, and I've heard that that costs anywhere from a quarter million to a, to a million do- or to five million dollars. I believe the quarter million number more than any uh, any of the others I've read. 
Um, and I've all I've read that Ryan paid for that, but I've also read that the studio ended up paying for that. And I don't know who to believe. I read a different thing. I read that they gave him like you know three million or five million to make the movie, and instead he just made that scene, and spent all the money on it. And we're like, look how great this can be. Now you need to fund the rest of the movie, and they did. Isn't that just stealing? Uh, like they're giving you money to do something. I made you a trailer. Yeah, and then, they, yeah, and then they make you a trailer instead, and they get so inspired by it that now it's a fifty million dollar movie. I might be mixing it up with another movie. Yeah, I'm not. I, I don't um, think that's true. If I'm, I, 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 I think you're wrong about that one because I, I read, I read, I read I'm a couple. I'm afraid I mixed up my movies. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, but I, I believe what you said sounds like something that could happen though. That sounds like that sounds really fun. Uh, but yeah, I liked it a lot. I felt like it went places that. Certainly none of the other Marvel movies would go. Lots of really crass jokes. I enjoyed that. I liked the dirty humor of it. I liked all the gunplay, of course. Um, and I, that's a big aspect of his character. Um, the, the superheroes that I like aren't nice people. Um, that's why I was always so excited about Wolverine, but he hasn't really been himself. Um, the, the, you know, the, the Wolverine... Yeah, he has been too... He's been too trim around the edges. Even the 90s cartoon Wolverine is a pretty nasty guy to deal with you know yeah that's, i don't picture him with uh who's the guy who plays him now what's his name huge uh hugh jackman right hugh jackman like i read and <clears throat> i'm not mr comic book knowledge but apparently wolverine the character is like five foot two or something like a scrappy little dude really and, wide though like yeah really a, like a, a gimli build to him exactly like, kind of yeah. like that and i don't know reading that and then looking at uh hugh jackman He's ripped he's, now. In the no, first, he is, movie? but it wouldn't. I want to see like some scrappy, like unibrowed Armenian playing him, <laughs> who just doesn't even have a moral compass for the most part. Just kind of barrels into rooms, upsets people, Tragic and then things. goes on his merry way. Because that's what he is, right? That's his character. He's supposed to be way more crazy and reckless, you know. I, uh, I'm, I'm glad the next. They announced the next one's going to be R-rated, which I'm sure is motivated by Deadpool's success. Uh, and and then of course I've read lots of articles that suggest that oh no, now Hollywood's going to be looking to make the next Deadpool, and they're going to be thinking that uh, they, they're going to think that the uh, the formula for a Deadpool-like success is involves um, things that it really didn't. Because the reason I think and that a lot of people think that Deadpool was successful was all that underground fan support. And uh, and just the love for that character that was out there, and the way also they also the Valentine's it. Day marketing. Yes, exactly. The way they promoted that, yeah. it was big. Yeah, like that. If anything, it might inspire an increase of movies that pretend to be something, like they masquerade around as an action I movie, and that. really they're more chick flicky. I hate that when when you literally go and and it's it's not what you think. And the biggest example and I, and. We won't talk about it long because I've done it before. Is the Gray with that Liam Neeson movie where oh, they with the crash with the wolves, and it's marketed as like there's literally a part in the mar in the in the commercial which really got me fired up, and like that's why I took my date to the movie, where Liam Neeson, who's clearly been been like through the ringer, you know, scratches and and hair all bedraggled and stuff. He's got these mini liquor bottles from like an airline. And he's got them between his fingers, like brass knuckles, and he like duct tapes them to his hand, and then smashes the bottles on a rock. So so now he's got these glass knuckles, and then he, he's got a knife in the other hand, which he also duct tapes to his hand so he can't drop it. And the and the, and the big alpha wolf's over there, and he's just like, "Come on, then!" And you're just like, "Fuck 
yeah, this is a wolf fighting movie. Liam Neeson is going back to like primitive basic shit with a with a knife and some sort of glass liquor bottle knuckles, and he's gonna fight wolves with his bare hands. That's the movie I thought I was going to, but in fact, I went to this movie with that was really just a big metaphor. For Which accept- movie is this? The Gray. It's oh, really just a big metaphor for accepting loss, and and there's all there's this overarching thing about his wife's cancer and ha- and and just letting go. And oh man, it's the biggest downer. It's, it's hard to even pay attention to that movie. It's slow. Is that the movie where there were constant flashbacks to like him living his normal life with his cancer wife? Yes. He brings his daughter okay. around, right? And they run into another group of people. Am I getting, do I have the movie right? No. no. He no, doesn't have somebody don't. with him? No. Do you know what movie he, I'm thinking of? It's post, post-apocalyptic. It's kind of like Walking Dead almost. but it's. Oh, you're talking about The Road, but that's his son. Oh. Oh, yeah. yeah the, road's mu- the Road's a much better movie. Than- uh, much. Gray. Yes, it's better and even more depressing and even darker. Because the think if you remember correctly, like like in the at the end of the gray, he fights his last fight. You know, it's yeah. over. Okay, game. I over. had stopped paying attention forty minutes ago, so I didn't <laughs> give a shit what happened. I I cared so much about that bullshit ending that I I found out that there was a deleted scene where the the camera comes back on and he's leaning against the wolf and the wolf's just breathing, breathing, and then you, all of a sudden the wolf stops breathing. And he and you just see him laying there, and you don't see if he's alive or dead. You just know that the wolf is definitely dead. Ah, uh, a real yeah. Jon Snow situation. What's going yeah. on? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, now, now, before, now, as you say that, I haven't watched. I know there's a ton of like teaser content for Game of Thrones, and I knew going in that it was going to go too far. Uh, but th- th- so I haven't seen any of that, any of those images. I know there's there's like 36 still images. Uh, I saw a thing on Reddit. I, I looked at that. some of those just to see like if there would be character resurgences or anything. I don't and know that, it's it's anything but spoilers. Like even there were even little like online clips and I thought it was it, was, it just says like Game of Thrones, House Targaryen, season six, and it's just like some Game of Thrones music as a CGI banner of the Lannisters fly and it like that's it. But I the saw... pictures, it's nothing spoil it's just like, oh look, it's Varys eating an apple. Oh, and there's Tyrion having some wine. Like yeah. nothing's. I, I saw a trailer where you know in um, in the previous season of Game of Thrones, there's like a place where you can try on all the faces for Arya's character. Yeah, everyone's familiar with this. Well, they showed those faces, and they were people that we knew, and they were all people that died. And then uh, maybe I shouldn't even say the rest of it. But then there was a character yeah, was... that wasn't dead, and I'm like, oh, am I to infer that he dies this season? And uh, that's. But I'm not even sure it was the guy I'm thinking of. I think it was. The... Yeah. I'm just trying not to get too excited <laughs> about it because I don't want. I don't know. I want to temper my expectations because of last season. Yeah, I've I've given up on all teasers and trailers though. I, that used to be my favorite thing about movies, and now it's my least favorite. Uh, it, and the Deadpool thing and the uh, and the theater. Whenever the the previews started to roll, like I watched the crappy ones. Like I watched Independence Day too because I don't care <laughs> about that. Um, but when Batman versus Superman came on, I literally like stuck my fingers in my ears and looked at my lap. My girlfriend thought I was having like a panic attack or like <laughs> getting sick to my stomach or something. She's, she keeps, and I'm like, I don't want to know! I don't want to know! Like making a fucking scene in the theater. Hey, I found uh, out something about that movie that you will want to know. You probably know it. It's two hours and 38 minutes long. Did you know uh, that? 36. Oh, that ex- maybe it's 36. That excites me. Like, oh, yeah. really? Like maybe that I, I saw the trailer and I won't give anything away, but I thought it gave too much away. Yeah. So, um, the fact that it's that long makes me think, oh, maybe there's much more to this than I do know. Yeah, I, if I hear a movie's three hours long, it's probably either going to be really good or The Revenant. 
know. Or it's going to be the Oscar winner for Best Picture and Best Actor. <laughs> I know. One or the other. Oh, I'm so braced for the wave of shit I get about not liking The you Revenant. Just stop bringing it up. You're the one yeah. who's bringing it up. Oh, you don't think it it'll be brought up when it wings movie. the Oscar? You, I don't, you don't like that movie, but you're fine watching almost three hours of Braveheart-style epic about Batman fighting Superman. That's going to have <laughs> at true. least 34 minutes of filler where Batman's love interest, vaguely established, kind of pumps him <laughs> up on how he can take on Superman and you're the only fit man for me. You're Earth's savior. And then Superman, you know, at least 20 minutes of him, like, trying to help humans and then he resents them quietly. Like, you kind of resent people who can't do things as well as you over time. That's what it's going to be. It's going to be... I'm good with that. You ruined it. God damn it. Like, uh, another spoilers. spoiler. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm good with that. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I don't even know when it comes out. There's so many trailers and so much content for it, but I think it's it's, it's a while before it comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, there's already content out there for the next Star Wars, and I'm not talking about the Rogue one. I'm talking about the Episode 8. Um, 6, 7, 8. Yeah. yeah there are, I already saw a thing. And it, it like, um, the, let me find it. It's, it's pretty, it's, it's, like thir- it's like 10 seconds or something of actual content, but for for as little as it was, uh, as much as I like that Star Wars movie, it was it was worth it. New Better Call Saul is out. Ooh, is it? Mm-hmm. New, Have you the, watched any of that yet? There's two um, episodes I, of the season out. So I've I've seen all there is. I didn't know there was a new season though. So. Um, I haven't seen any of that. Um, I heard that Netflix is going to be releasing it a day, um, you know, late, if that makes any yeah. sense. I've heard that, too, and I went on there, and I, I couldn't find it. So I don't know if they maybe haven't implemented it yet or if I'm just shit at looking for shows. Well, it's on there. Like, like, like you know, the previous seasons are are definitely on there. I don't know about this new season, though. I'm excited to know there is a new season, though, because I really enjoyed. Are there one season or two seasons? Because I've seen all there is, but I, and I liked it. I just don't remember. That's probably my favorite show on right now that comes on regular TV, so not HBO or anything like that. Yeah. I, I At some point, I'm going to get back into The Walking Dead. I, I It seems to have such a... Really? I can't get into it. There's... I, I, I Apparently, the new seasons are, are interesting. Do you guys want to watch this? It's 34 seconds. Sure. Okay. Uh, give me the second. Cue it up. Yeah, there's too much walking in The Walking Dead. It, like... It's almost Lord of the Rings-esque in how lo- much time is spent watching characters walk around. And I only got through the first, like, maybe two seasons. If uh, that. I'm caught up on The Walking Dead, and it's actually gotten... The last season or two has been really good. That's what I've heard. Are you guys ready? Yes. Yeah. Ready, set, play. Beautiful. The best score in movie history. Really gets you pumped up. I feel like if you could go back in time to like one of those, one of those old timey battles like Braveheart or something like that, and you could like roll out that in the loudspeakers, you get your guys so fucking pumped up, they'd just lose their shit. Like, <laughs> I, I was disappointed in the score in the last Star Wars. Except for the old stuff. Like, when they played that, and part of me was like, hey, that's from... Oh, wait, no, no. You're fully John qualified Williams? to use this. Is that this. that guy's name? What's his name? The guy who... Comp- it is John Williams. Yeah, I thought he was dead. 
He should be wow. dead. How old is this fucker? Maybe he's <laughs> death pool material. <laughs> um, John Williams, great. 103. Huh. This, is he really? That's death pool no, material. No, no, 84. <laughs> like, I believe Jedi? All, yeah, yeah. The fuck? Um, <laughs> I think he did the score again. And that's why it wasn't good, probably, because he's 83 years old. Hey, well, he was shaking so goddamn much. <laughs> <laughs> Could be any notes. John, we want you to do what you did the first time around. <laughs> what? <laughs> He's been next to those percussion instruments for fucking eighty years. Uh. <laughs> John, do you want do you want cream in your coffee? You want cream in your coffee, John? Hey, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's dementia as well. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and no teeth. He didn't bring his teeth to the. I like the. the huh? What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, this this isn't my piano. Dorothy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he didn't bring his teeth to the. Dorothy's the... been dead for thirty years, John. <laughs> oh, <sad>. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> What would you like to talk about, Woody? Do you have any any other topics that that, that you would oh, like to talk about? Shit, is this a, is this? Do I want to bring up the drama thing? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm good not talking about it to be honest. Because it's I feel not like that I and... want to shy away from it. It's that I feel like it's not good entertainment anymore. Yeah, and I feel like the three of us just like and, and plus Chiz just like talked about it for like uh, you know 30 minutes or something. Yeah, before, before the show started, I forgot about the show. Like I, we texted each other. We all coordinated. We can start at the normal time, and then like the white boy video dropped, and I was I watched it. And then I made a response to it. And then I hooked up with you guys and you guys weren't talking about the show. Like I still didn't know we were supposed to be doing it. So we watched white boys video. Then we watched my video and like, we personally been talking about it for ages. I'm not shying away from it. I just feel like, like, Oh my God. Am I going to go into the seventh time where I explain why I'm frustrated with white boy and, and you know, that when he says things about me, whatever, whatever, whatever. If you want to hear more about that, Aren't you uploading a video? It's kind? up, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So Woody just uploaded another video. So go watch Woody's video. That'll give you a full, super up-to-date explanation on the whole thing. You can just go there and watch that. Exactly. As it stands now, you know, White Boy, if this somehow makes its way to you, let me know if you want to talk. That's where it is. Let me know if you want to talk. And um, that's all I want to say about it. Not because I'm trying to bury it or run from it or anything, because I don't think it's a good show. Yeah. Um... I don't want to remind me to tell you a thing after the show because I got good news today. Um, what, what, what's going on with you guys in your actual real day to day lives that don't involve people on the internet or children who need a good beating or anything like that? <laughs> need a good beating. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Woody Crash is very stressful for me now. We, you know, we have these deadlines. We were trying to reset one of the servers, and it's just self-imposed. Like nothing happens if it goes a week later. We didn't even tell the players yet. But um, I've been up late working on that, and uh, so I'm working extra hard on Woodycraft. Maybe I'm a little cranky, you know, because uh, I've been up late. Um, I'd like to fix my sleep schedule. That's a thing. I've been eating better. I got a physical the uh, week or two oh. ago. Mm. So um, all my blood levels were great, except my cholesterol was a little high. My good cholesterol, it's a little low. And um, can I ask you a question? Blood pressure was great. On average, how many steaks do you consume a month? Two. Oh man, you say two? Mm. I'm about to sound really unhealthy. Yeah, that's about right. I've had one so far this month. I thought you ate a steak every week, first of all, but I I, I used to. 
I know there was a time when I ate a lot of steak. Like, like I got real addicted to Outback Steakhouse. I really liked their steak mm-hmm. and um, I th- that whatever kind of seasoning. And I was definitely eating two or three steaks a week. Um, oh, you're talking about m- going out to eat for a steak or steaks you make or at home? cooking? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, oh, if I if I buy steaks, then then like I end up eating the whole pack because nobody else likes steaks. So like I'll. Oh, that's a good yeah. for, that's a good situation to be in in a home where you're the only, yeah. only one who likes steak. <laughs> I, I had I'd a steak I eat like eight to twelve a month. Probably. Wow! You know, I used to have one. A lot of red meat. Either every Thursday or Friday. It was You're like calling a, a schedule thing. It's just it's a bloodbath. <laughs> People wonder why you've got so many poop stories. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, right. you gotta just eat about fifteen to, 20, 15 to twenty-five meat. pounds of red meat a month. That'll <laughs> do the trick. But then my wife yeah. cut me back. I think it was intentional. I'm actually pretty sure it was intentional, and uh, it's not consistent anymore. But I'd say about two. To it's always the same thing Thursday or Friday, but maybe every other week now. I uh, I definitely been eating light shit. It's about time to go into another a healthy kick again. Me too. I, I'm, I'm I hate doing it, but I'm I'm going to. Uh, it's it's coming soon. I'm not sure how soon. Like like it, a day will come when I just flip the switch and it's done and it'll go from there. But but like right now I'm procrastinating flipping the switch because it's like oh but I just I just bought the ingredients for banana bread. I want to make some banana bread. Oh, I'm going to make the cream-filled banana bread. Oh, yeah. So, so I'm just thinking of like all the calorie. I'm going to get all the, the nasty junk food out of my system, and then it's about time to go on a fitness kick and I drop my calories down to some, something stupid and work out again. I have less nastiness to cut in the first place. Like I'm not consuming large amounts of, what did you say, bread pudding? Uh, uh, banana bread. Banana bread or any of that stuff. But... um. What I will do is I, I go through these kicks. I clean up on the snacks. I fix my sleep schedule, which to me is also a big part of cleaning up the snacks. Like I, I no longer midnight snack That's or whatever. That's because of late night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I fix the sleep I schedule. Eat. I clean up the snacks. And then I add exercise. And my exercise is usually some work-related thing. I got like two cords, uh, a cord and a half of wood or something that needs to be split and axes. And we're going to give that a go and see what we think of it. Hmm. Bring gloves to that job. I will. I will. I actually bought a. I, uh, the, the, the materials are. The axes arrived today. The pickaroon is in the mail. <laughs> and uh, a pickaroon. Yeah, it's like an axe, but it's kind of pointy and you just. I stab. know what a pickaroon is. Oh, my mis- For people that don't know, no it's <laughs> like an axe, but it's pointy, like a little hook, and you just sort of grab the wood and move it around. Do you have a splitting maw? Um, I have a splitting axe. I did a lot of research on this. I actually do have a splitting maw, but it's, it's shitty and it, it's not very sharp. And uh-huh. uh, but everyone on the web seems to think that a splitting axe is better than a splitting maul. They it's now, it's a little lighter, a little sharper, and um, can I ask why you're not using a log splitter, like a hydraulic uh, armed quick? I think I will. Gun. I'll probably own one of those at one time. But the real reason is I thought that I might you enjoy can make your own. I I started looking at plans for that. I don't know if I'm down for it. It's a pretty simple build. I, we did it in uh, ninth grade. Um, it's a simple build to build a simple one, but yeah. the one I would buy like would cut in both directions and have oh. like, a, and, and and be powered you off the tractor. Ramp. Yeah, or or um, there's another one that's like uh, flywheel activated, so it splits super fast and like to build that would be trickier. But um. Uh, the reason I haven't bought a splitter yet, like a hydraulic splitter for people listening, is that uh, I wanted to swing the axe and see if I enjoyed it. There were a handful of people online who were like, you know, 
you know, like I don't, I don't kill myself, but I like to go out there and swing the axe every so often and, you know, keeps me sexy. I think it would be uh, yeah. funny to split the to split logs with explosives. Like, like, what if you could somehow drill holes and then place explosive charges so that it went off? It just like split into the, a bunch of perfect pieces. There's an explode. Yeah, there's a a wedge that does that. I don't know how it works exactly, but there's YouTube videos about it. And basically, you you hammer it in and you put some gunpowder in there and then you remotely diffuse it and it splits it. But it seems awful because one, the logs you get like it could be damn near shrapnel. It, yeah, it, it seems like it's something that's more of a um. What an inefficient like a, way to get wood <laughs> in reasonable pieces. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, like blowing <laughs> yeah, it up. I, it, now I, we got firewood, this. boys. Would you like to throw the gunpowder wood in your fireplace? No. Yeah. yeah. Right. No, I also think that That'd I could do it faster if I just used an axe instead of, you know, running a hundred yards away every three minutes to well, go you gotta have push a bunker. the plunger down on my TNT box. Like, no, yeah. that's ludicrous. Yes. I, uh, what a first-world solution to a non-problem. <laughs> I'm gonna exploding wood apart. I'm gonna do that. That that sounds like a lot of fun. My dad has a tree that's like there. There are sections of it that are just massive. I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna drill. I guess at first I'll drill a hole right through the core of it and put explosives in there. But then maybe experiment with maybe like a, a pattern of them out into wedges or something. Could be a video I don't know idea. much. I don't know much about explosives, but I, I'm gonna learn. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I haven't that. asked about. Your dad in a while. <laughs> How's the man cave going? It's terrible. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was. I'll tell you after the show. Yeah. Okay. Um, his man cave is ridiculous. Oh, his man. Yeah, that that thing's coming along well. Um, he's got um, the, they haven't put the hardy plank on, but I think that that and the interior is lacking. But he's got the windows, the doors, um, the plumbing, and um, the exterior the exterior insulation. He's gonna do some sort of foam or blown insulation. I don't know which in the ceiling of the thing that hasn't come yet. But um, do you think I'm he's guessing... gonna take up any new hobbies when he moves in there? Like maybe he'll get yeah. into a, a video game or a sport that he never watched before. I don't know. You it know, seems like when you get that much time and he just feels free for once, <laughs> that he might just delve into something. He's Magic. never been into. Yeah, so, so he's he's already right there at his shop. So they do they work on cars a lot. That's what I think he really likes to tinker on cars. So they do a lot. They work on transmissions and rear ends and tune ups and you know rebuilding motors and stuff mm -hmm. all the time. And um, they're usually restoring an old car of one kind or another. One of his he lets people use his shop a lot, like friends and relations and friends of friends. So there's always someone over there to like bullshit with and hang out with. So it's not that he really needs something to do. It's that he needs somewhere to go. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> I, so i think i'm gonna put like i've got i've got air hockey ping pong and uh like a full like eight foot pool uh i think it's eight or nine maybe nine foot uh slate pool table so i, I told him like any of those things that he would like to put over there he can put over there so we're gonna add one of those to the mix and get him a tv and i'm gonna i'm gonna get some internet ran out there for him so he can get a full like entertainment yeah, uh, get him like the NFL going on. package or whatever he watches. Oh fuck, no, he hates sports. He absolutely despises sports. He doesn't watch any any of them because couldn't care less. Like really does. He doesn't. He doesn't, watch Georgia? I got a he, he, do, he doesn't know who the coach is. Uh, he couldn't name a player. Um, he probably doesn't know the name of the stadium. <laughs> like, All right. No. So here's the thing about building. Um, your father's having his man cave done now, and perhaps you've been around contractors more than me. I don't know. I love my current contractor. He's really easy to get along with. Um, we've added stuff to it that he's doing at no charge. And my last contractor, you know, he would take stuff we agreed to and add charges for it. Like, 
I don't want to make this. One was the cleaning, right? It was like cleaning was included. And he's like, well, you know, we were really just going to clean floors. How about uh, you paid 900 more for this other stuff? Like, how are you only going to clean floors? Fuck off. You're just like, you're coming to me like your ATM machine. This guy's the opposite of that. This guy's great. You know, throw doors on there. He's like, you know, could you just buy the hinges? Yes. Yeah. That seems more than fair. But it's taking a while. And most days, nothing happens. How many people are actually on site? None most of the time. It feels... But when when it's going? Two to four. It feels like... And they're good, right? I'm very happy with the work he's doing. I'm I'm happy with the price he's charging. Um, I, I, I would hire him again. But it feels like it's eight days work getting done over the course of six weeks. And I wonder if that's reasonable and customary. Well... I, I really couldn't say because the contractor that he's using is kind of is a friend. It's someone who's generally like like he was already he was hanging out over there and dad was like, Hey Rick, why don't you build me a thing over here? Let me show you what I'm thinking of. And it, you know, he he knows the guy already. Um Dad said that he was a little upset that they weren't working as much. He he was like, Well, they didn't work the last two days. And but 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 I was but you know, they've thrown that thing up in like a week of working. That's- it's two guys it's two guys and I'll say this about them too. Like these are two ex-cons. Like these are two like rough and rowdy uh, gentlemen. They're the soggy bottom boys. You know, Mine are rougher. Okay, good. <laughs> the soggy I, I don't bottom bo- boys. You you're gonna force me to explain who this gentleman is. He is the he, he he's the one who said that they refer they call me the bulldog because because oh. he he told me all these he stories. He is the one about, who knocks. Yeah. He has so he doesn't have all the fingers on his uh, on his right hand and 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 he told me this story as we were working about how it affected his entire child in his life and how his father disowned him and how he, he got into all these altercations throughout his life and beaten and, 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 uh, and, and roughed up time and time again because of his hand. And uh, he, he huge criminal past. Um, he, he's been arrested several times. I'm pretty sure one of them was some sort of underage jump sex in here. assault. Mine got fired. This, I have subcontractors who are no longer working here. One of the delays, because they were in fistfights with each other on site. Fair enough. That's rough. Wow. That's this one told ideal. me a story about about <laughs> this one told me a story about fucking up three Mexicans with a two by four with some nails driven. Through oh yeah, it. mine are Mexicans. <laughs> <laughs> so, mine commits hate crimes. <laughs> oh, only hate crimes. <laughs> well, in any case. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so I. Uh, yeah, that's, some that's, like, excellent that's, Deadpool dialogue. You guys yeah, we weren't as good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But, uh, uh, yeah, and and like I said, you know, and I don't even think the, I didn't see anything about the scuffle. I think it was on some other site, but they got fired. They couldn't come back because there was a scuffle. And, um, that was part of the delay. The other part is weather. Uh, People don't even know what I'm doing with the stable. So a lot of people have seen my videos where I worked on the stable a bunch. And, um, after Chiz left, or even before Chiz left a little, like Chiz left and, I try to work on it alone, but it's really hard, some of these jobs, to do solo. So Jackie and I did a little bit, but... Um, and then Woodycraft got super busy. I started f- focusing a lot of time on that. And winter came, and I just wasn't, like, making progress. So I have contractors coming in, and they're kind of doing the rest of the exterior. They're going to lay the shingles on the roof. They're going to put the hardy plank on the sides. And... Uh, yeah. <clears throat> that never made sense to me, honestly, for, for you to be doing that, because I just felt like your time was worth more. Well, I felt like I lost weight. I got tan. I was happy. Yeah, I mean, if it's if, it, if it's a uh, a pleasure project, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. But I, I still felt like, you know, it rather than 
I still felt like you know it, it, it at, up until the point where it wasn't fun anymore. You should you should be doing it. You know, at, at any point when when you're like, ah, this is becoming a job. That's when you should be like, okay, and now I'm going to find somebody else to do it because, you know, your time's valuable. I you hear you. Elsewhere, uh, you know. I I look forward to doing some more. Um, you know, and I'll, I'll go out there. I'm gonna. There's more to do. There's there's doors to be crafted. There's electrical to be run, and you know. But those are things that are easier to poke away with one person. Yeah, it doesn't seem like you're dreading it. Yeah, no, I'm I'm kind of looking forward to it. Um, but like the things that I didn't do, uh, the siding in particular, they're like 16 feet long. And this is just something that kind of a two-man job. They're 16 feet long and they're like flexible. So if you hold it in the middle, the two sides are like wobble, 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 like a tape measure. And it's a three. It's at least a two-man job. Yeah. Yeah. You, you don't want to. That They did it with four um, when they brought the people in. And, uh, you know, so like doing it by yourself. Some jobs are four times easier when there's two people and this is one of them. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> So I hired a crew to do it and I love them. I love the guy, but you know, sometimes it's rain. Sometimes it's delays. Sometimes, I don't know. I'm just like, come on, man. And there's no big rush. You know, it's not like with this house, I felt rushed. I really want to live here. I really, really wanted to live here. We bought our dream house. You said two weeks. It took three and a half months. Like there's a rush. You know, I'm, I've never I'm, heard a good contractor story yeah, from anyone. With the stable? I've never even owned a home. And the one contractor story I remember from growing up is my parents moved into a new place. And I must have been like 11 or so. And they were redoing a ton of shit in it. And this contractor they hired was this dude they knew from church. And he would like come over. He'd just be at our house when I got home from school. And I would say like, hey, what's up? you know, Mr. Smith or whatever. And he would like say, just say a Bible verse at me, like quote it at me. Like, ah, you know, uh, ye who studies hard is in the way of the Lord. And it's like, <laughs> oh, all right, you fucking weirdo. But uh, eventually <laughs> he, he would take fucking forever, always falling back on the excuse of like, well, you know, I've been really, you know, the Lord's been taking up a lot of my time in other ways. He said that. I heard him say that to my parents and they, and because I went to church with them, they had to be like, oh, well, you know, the Lord, you know, I guess he's, he's really busy with our fucking contract. But uh, he had a lot to get done one day in particular, the day that he got fired. And I had a friend of and we were playing basketball when I was trying to get good at basketball, one of those phases. And my friend that. was pretty good. And this contractor was just like, hey, how about I, you know, take a break and come out and play, you know, some one-on-one, -on -one, maybe a little tournament with you guys. I'm like, first of all, you're 42 years old-ish. <laughs> we're children, you know, basically. And I know that you have a lot to get done because, number one, my dad yelled at you last time you were here. And number two, my mom was clearly, like, looking worried in the living room. I'm like, I really hope... You know, Mr. Smith gets this done before your father gets home today. Ha, ha, ha. And no, he just comes out and starts playing basketball with us. He beats me because he's an adult and I'm a child and I'm not good. My friend, who was very good, like grew way quicker too, was beating this adult man in one-on-one -on -one as he's supposed to be hammering in some fucking drywall or something. And he gets so mad at this kid beating him that... My friend, like, set up to block him from going to the net once, and this dude just lowered his shoulder and charged into my 11-year-old friend, just bowled him back. And, like, immediately after he scored the point there, I think he knew that he went too far because my friend was laying on the ground, and I was just like, shoot, dude, Sean, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, I don't – what's wrong with this guy? And the guy's like, well, you know, I just go back to the kitchen and get working on that, uh, that you know, crown molding they want me to get done. And so when I got home that night, I was just – my dad was like, have you been keeping an eye on Mr. Smith, making sure he gets it done? I'm like, yeah, he played one-on-one -on -one basketball with me and Sean this afternoon and just ran Sean over and skinned his arm. He's like, are you shitting me? Are you shitting me? <laughs> 
Crown molding isn't done in there, and you're telling me that he played basketball with you? And yeah, <laughs> he, he got. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so no, no good contractors out there. I guess. Uh, on this thing, just to wrap it up, like I've, if he was remodeling a master bathroom and we were forced to use the guest room, that would seem more urgent than the stable. There's just nothing urgent about the stable. Yet when I look out there and maybe they work one and a half days a week, I'm like, come on, you know? Yeah. Please hurry. So. Hey, um, I want to talk a little politics, but probably not what you think. Mm. I want to talk about the real political meltdown that happened in South Carolina over the last week. What so, happened? Well. Oh, wait. I don't know if this isn't public. <laughs> oh, it's not? No, no. This, and then how do I know it? You must have talked to the politicians involved. No, I got it from the internet. Like, I read it on the subreddit. Or on YouTube comments or something. Nobody told me anything. I just Oh, read you didn't talk it. to any of the politicians involved? No, I right. just know what the news is. I, it must be breaking. I'm not all going to my, say anything that I think is private. All of my information comes from Facebook and, uh, and like, uh, Twitter and um, Reddit. Okay. So I, guess, so I guess that in Wings of Redemption's yard in South Carolina, there were some Hillary Clinton political signs placed there by his mother now in case you don't know his mother and i and he and he not, I, have have a dispute over the ownership of the home and it's not really a dispute as much as it is just a a, a bad deal really his mom owns the house but wings paid that mortgage off at least once um and he so, paid towards it for some period of time i think i, I, I see, i'm not if, positive but yeah apparently for a couple of years he was pulling the train on that debt and he was told by her that like he owned the house, but you know that doesn't work. And then she didn't live there while he was pulling the train, so, Wait, so ownership that, felt to be his. That house yeah. that he is in in his videos, that's his house. Mm. But his mom is saying it's her house. It's her, the other way around, quite frankly. Um, that's his her mom's house, house uh, on paper, um, legally speaking, it's her house. However, he did you know pay the mortgage there for a number of years while living there by himself, um, not necessarily by himself, but. While his mother was gone elsewhere, and but now yeah. she's come back into the picture, and she and she's like, well, this is my house still, and um and that really came to a head. That 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 thing came to a head when it came to the political signs, because you, as you probably know, can I interrupt? Just real quick, a little quick detail to to drop in there. She says that what he paid is called rent. You know, it, she owned the house, he was living there. The money that he paid is rent, mm -hmm. and um and he doesn't have any ownership. And he feels yeah. like, no, it wasn't rent. I paid the mortgage. It should be my house. Um, so those are the two sides of the story. Yeah. So okay. she put a she put a she put a Trump um, uh, uh, political sign out in the yard. Apparently, yes, she's a Trump supporter. Uh, she likes. Wait, Trump. I thought you said Hillary. I know I was wrong. I'm correcting myself. Oh, um, okay. but, but but put a Trump sign out there, and of course, Wings is a Bernie Sanders guy. And there was a, such a meltdown over this that it came to the point where he might have to go elsewhere. And he put it out there that he was looking for somewhere to go and that he would pay $500 a month rent. Plus internet connection. Plus internet connection. So like 600 ish <laughs> Yeah. Hmm. That seems... I'd... You looking for a roommate, Taylor? I, th I, I can feel you kind of like, you know what? Yeah, we, we've got a spare. Is Melissa there? Yeah, and that's... Hey, no. say Say this to Mel you should you should you should say this to Melissa. Be like the guys are offering to pay us a thousand dollars a month to let <laughs> Wings live with us, and if we keep him here for three months, we get an extra thousand. 
say that to her. There's she's in the middle of playing a game right now, and I can tell you there's a zero percent chance <laughs> that even a, a moment of consideration would be used. It'd be you could oh. up that for three months. I considered it for a moment. I was right? like, yeah, he'd be in well, the guest I don't house. have a giant palatial estate to just, you know, <laughs> oh, just rent out the West Wing. You know, I can't do that. You know, if I have another person living with me, me and Melissa, it's it's going to be, we are going to be intimately close to You'd each other. You'd be on the couch together. Often. Yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I wish him the best and all that. Um, I, I thought that was such a ridiculous thing to have that meltdown over because, like, him even bothering with, Anyway, uh, so I don't think so. I, I think that it's a thing that is kind of valid to contest. You know, like it, if he paid the mortgage, then he might have been paying way more than the going weight for rent. I'm just inventing this, but I'm, one would guess. And, uh, you know, if, if that's the case, then, you know, maybe he's entitled to some sort of like back or it, it's not that the signs are a ridiculous thing. It's that something was going to be the catalyst. There's too much details to even know like what percentage of this mortgage did he pay it doesn't matter the come out it doesn't matter it, it, it literally doesn't matter if he 80. paid 100 percent. you know legally because, because you're, you're right legally, but i, no, I feel like legal. yeah morally spiritually yeah. like you know in just terms of right and wrong like it, if we all know wings mom's a bad person i mean she just is i don't I, know I, anything about her but oh it, she, it, well, it, she's a bad she, person is she kicking wings out of his house she, out of her i house? think he's frustrated enough that he's considering moving out I she's think. definitely threatened to kick him out before. Hmm. Yeah, she's not a nice lady in any regard. I mean, it's well, his mother. Really... Sure, he loves her, but I, I think she knows. made some big mistakes along the way. I, I feel like I don't know the current her. You know, the, the her that moved back and lives there now, like, might be a different one than the one who's made mistakes along the way. I'm not sure, but um... you can see in those walking videos, like they have. I don't like how they treat him. Like. I know we give him a rough time every now and then, probably in some people's eyes. But it's—I really care about Wings. I like him. I, he has a place in my heart. I, I genuinely care about him. But I can tell that his—he doesn't have. I, I don't. Bad family life. I, I don't. I don't care for his mom or how she treats him at all. Uh, just just seeing her, the way she interacts in all of those videos. Anytime she's ever been on camera in one of his videos, I can tell that there's just like, uh, she she's just a shitty person. Hmm. I don't like how she treats wings. I hear you. Yeah. You... I've, I've often felt that, like, well, I don't see what you see in those videos. I feel like the whole walking effort could have gone better if he had a better support system at home. You know, if, if he That's came home it. to, like, cheers and support and stuff, then, you know, that might have been a, a really cool thing. Instead, he was really... Uh, Hoeing that row, I was going to say. Hoeing that row on his own. You know, really kind of just working that thing where, you know, he comes home and they offer him sweet tea. Like, come on, guys. Like, let's all be same team here. You just undid the walk. And, um, yeah. Uh, you know, it, it, I feel really bad for Wings, like, if this is all the situation, because this is really shitty for him. If he feels like he's been tricked, like, imagine him, like, he, all of his most successful years on YouTube poured into this mortgage. And now to be told, like, ah, oh, thanks for paying really high rent, basically for me while I was out of the picture. You know, even if legally he doesn't have a leg to stand on, ethically, that really sucks. Yes. Ethically is the word I was looking for. I was like morally, spiritually, ethically is better. Um, I, if he, yeah, if he overpaid for a couple of years thinking that he was building equity in the house, then, 
Yeah. But I'm sure he was never told he was building equity in the house mm. or that, you know, I, I doubt anyone was like, this is your place now, Wings. It was more like, you know, you got this to yourself. And I don't know the story of him and his mom. Like, I don't even think I've ever seen her on a, one of his videos or even if he, sh if, does she ever show up there? Is she? Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. I guess yeah. you said she treats him poorly in those. So I guess there must I, be a couple. Probably, probably. What does she do that's so shitty? Um, just her general attitude to him. She's not like, she feel you can tell that she doesn't want to be on camera. She's not happy that he's there. She's very short with him. She has no interest in being part of his show over there. Um, she'll always be um, sort of dry with him and uh, and dismissive. And it's it's clear she doesn't really care what he's saying or it, she isn't listening to him. And um, and that's that's always the case. I, I've seen that time and time again. Like and anytime she has she's lived there, by him recently, she's just coming back into his life. I don't know what the timeline is, but I know she was gone for. Um, he mentioned living with Shalene there for a couple of years, which seems like a long longer than it actually happened. But um, he did live there with a woman and her kids. You know, just them there living as a family for at least a year or two. Uh, you know, with no mom in the in the picture at all, and him paying all the bills, and you know, being the man of the house. Yeah, is that the the lady he dated who didn't like pay for anything and didn't work? That's the lady that Woody and I didn't care for very much because we felt like she was bad for him, I think. That, I didn't feel like she was supportive. And um, my observation of her is she was one of those people that was kind of wired to be negative by default. Not yeah. that she never smiled, but that, you know. Debbie Downer. Yeah, she was just, uh, you know, a person who spent most of her time unhappy. Is Are you talking to Melissa? No. Um, what are you looking at in the sky? No, she's playing this like old ps2 game where you roll a ball around and you just collect shit and it makes a bigger and bigger ball and it's so simple and old but i can't stop looking at it it's really interesting oh, i, was, I thought grow. she was available to pitch the wings question too oh that, oh I, no. I, I think that's funny I, I would like to know how much it would take because i mean you know see i would ask her <laughs> there's a lot of fans head, out there i would but in my head this is that's already leaning almost in the direction of being mean to wings passively, that, you know, that's and I don't like that. I was just thinking if I were to get Jackie on here and ask, I feel like she might respond in, negatively yeah, in enough position where it's like, Hey, uh, you obviously I'm, I'm trying to make you be hyperbolic right now for the sake of comedy. So say super high a number. And then we can all laugh about how preposterous the very idea is that you would be in the same building as him. Like uh, it's just <laughs> shit, no. shitty. It's shitty. Yeah. Hey, I did it for free. You did. You actually, at cost. At cost. <laughs> at, well, at least now you've got a really spacious bathroom, right? Um. Do you use that yeah. bathroom that you read? Oh yeah, that's the main. Yeah, that's the main bathroom I always use every morning. Yeah, I, I like that a lot. Um, it, you know, it was. I I, I like it. Yeah. When, I, I wanted I to ask in. you this: when you said you redid that bathroom for Wings, if he had not been coming. Were you still planning on redoing it, and you just this kind of spurred you? Oh, so you wouldn't have it all? No, okay. there were there was no um, there were absolutely no plans to do it at all. It wasn't even a, th a topic of discussion or a thought on anyone's head. I, it literally happened. Um, maybe two. We I think we had already agreed to do it, right? Because at some point I was like, "Let's do it," and he was like, "All right," and he said a date, and I was like, "All right, that's the date," and it was like, "Shit, this is gonna happen," and it was like three weeks out or something. And I was in the shower, I got in there, and it was just kind of a cheap plastic shower with a sliding door. And mm -hmm. I got in there, and I was washing up, and I bumped my right elbow into the wall. And it hurt, because it was like, it had, a, it had one of those, like, handles on it, and I hit the handle at such an angle that it got my, got my funny bone. And I was like, ah, fuck, with the soap in my eye. And, I'm, and I thought, 
what if I'm 450 pounds now? And then I like I just looked down, and and I realized that my shoulders were about as wide as the shower was. May you know maybe there's like this much more room, and I'm just like he won't fit in here. And if he does, like something bad could happen. Like this thing could break. Like I don't, I just don't think he fits in here. And he's able to close the doors. And I told Kitty I was like this isn't gonna work. And to my shock, she was like oh well let's just put a big old shower in there. Because at first I was like, he's either going to be taking a bath in your big bathtub. She's got a big jacuzzi-like tub in her, uh, in her bathroom. It's really big. Or, as I said to her, we can hose him down outside. I was yeah. like, I don't know what else we're going to fucking do. There is nothing grosser than someone working out all day, every day, and instead of a shower, taking a hot bath at the end of the day. Just oh, stewing in your own filth, and then you get out <laughs> and put on clean clothes, and you act like you're clean, but you're not. We know you're not. It's gross. <laughs> take a shower. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I, if I take a bath, I take a real quick shower, like right after, you know, mm-hmm. like, like, because I feel yeah. like you've got I some residue. Yeah, I just don't feel like baths are cleaning. For, I mean, no, like, if I take a bath, it's a zero percent. It's zero percent about getting clean. Mm-hmm. If I want to get clean, I take a shower. If I want to get in the bath, relaxed. I'm going to read or put one of those bath bombs in there, get really soft skin. My baths yeah. are so warm, they'd be sweaty in there. You know, like I don't come out like fresh. I come out. I, from, I emerged from my petri dish. That it wasn't yeah, that I got like lobster skin, like yeah, just yeah, yeah. red everywhere because I turned that that water up so hot. Oh, it's great. Um, what was I gonna say? Something. Oh, oh, wings. I God, I don't mean to pile. On. So he he said he was four fifty in my video, right? Yes, that's yeah. not a secret. Um, he was four ten ish around the <laughs> walking videos. I think he broke four ten. He might have been four oh eight or four oh nine one day. Um, Perhaps. So. In that period of time, what is it, a year he gained 40 pounds? Like, yeah. I, so he's 450 right as now. As a parallel, I turned 43 recently, right? My wife's five months older, so she's been 43. And we were talking about it, and we were like, I don't know. Something about 42 was 40, right? Something about 43 is like, you know, like, maybe roughly the same. And you guys probably don't even think this way because you're so young. These numbers are outside of your thing. Like, when I was 16, it was like, oh, you turn like 52, 52 is the same as 51. Like, what are you talking about? But me, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Soon I'm going to be 45 and then threaten like 46 and 47 to me feel like 50 ish. And 50 ish yeah. is like legit different age bracket than 40 ish. Like you're the a, last year of your early forties. After yeah. this, you're in your mid forties. Undeniably. And God forbid your late 40s. And then your early 50s. <laughs> yeah, and the late 40s are almost synonymous with early 50s, right? I think. Um, I, I don't know. Like, but somehow. If you hear someone's 47, you just think 50. Yeah, I, I'll agree with that. You know, it's not exactly 50, but it's, yeah, yeah. It's in the same neighborhood as a 50-year-old, right? Um, wings going from 410 to 450, I was like, ah, if he goes just a little more, 465, 470, you hear 470, you think almost five, right? Like he, you, yeah. it won't be too long before he's a lot closer to, if he goes in this direction, before he's a lot well, closer to five than four. And that, look, I, I hate I'll, to see uh, that. I'll make this pledge now. When he hits 550, we're putting in an even bigger fucking shower. It's going to be like a goddamn car wash, getting him back over oh, here. FPS Boot Camp 2. <laughs> boot Camp 2? We're going to hose that motherfucker down. I'm going to have one of those big brushes that, that shoots the stop, foam out stop. of the bristles. You're teasing him. He's, he's probably like, very sensitive about this. If he hears this, then he 
wings. You got to know, man. Boogie is the one who's up there in the 500s, and you see that you see where Boogie is. It's it, it's not looking good. What does Boogie um, weigh? Five, about 550. Something like that. Yeah, Wings is on the precipice. He needs to get – look. Man, I'm that not sucks tell if you Wings that, got down to 410 because that's yeah. just like a razor's edge of if he had continued. I think if he saw like a 399 on the scale one day, he'd be like, holy shit, this is moving. Like, yeah, I can't see in the mirror did you know, you, abs. Did you but, see my video with Wings, the dual com? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I watched did. the first bit of it. Uh, I didn't I – didn't At the end, he mentioned why he stopped walking and – he took full responsibility for stop walking. Obviously, he's the one that stopped walking. There's no getting around that. But he's like, Keemstar put out like a tweet or a rumor that he wasn't actually walking. And he's like, I was. But he started getting all this hate that like his, he wasn't actually doing a mile or he was just sort of cheating or like there, weren't, there wasn't enough like landmarks shown in the videos that like he could have possibly cheated or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that... All the hate he got from that put him in a negative place, and then he gained a pound or two because you do that, right? Like when you lose weight, it doesn't go in a straight line, and a pound or two for a guy who's in the four hundreds is, you know, what for you might be like a half a pound or something. You know that that happens every day. So um, uh, anyway, he gained a pound or two combined with all the hate, and he took a day off, and then another day, then another day, and then he just sort of oh, on day three he walked again wasn't as good a walker and just dropped the whole thing. And it was the hate combined with the weight gain of a pound or two, the fluctuation made him want to quit. And, uh, yeah. I still think he's going to lose it eventually. Eventually I, I think he's going to lose the weight because really he just, he hasn't stuck with it long enough yet to see, to have like that first huge breakthrough of like, wow, this is working, you know, where it was like, if he, I guarantee, if he got down to like three ninety, yeah, that's for most people. It's like, oh well, you know, whoop de doo, you're still three ninety. But for him, that'd be like, holy shit. Like, He'd look is... different if he was sixty pounds smaller. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's not hidden. I, I think so. Um, and then just to stretch it and make it three fifty, if he lost a hundred pounds, you'd look at him and be like, whoa, yeah, he did a thing there. You know, not done, but yeah. he did. It'd a be thing very there. noticeable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what he needs to. That I mean, he should aim for three fifty. And I'm not gonna tell. Stop. I feel like he's looking at two hundred, and it's an insurmountable thing. But three fifty should be his goal. You won't die at three fifty. You won't explode at three fifty. There's plenty of three hundred fifty pound people who can go about their day to day lives and and do normal shit. Yeah. When I do it, I look at the trend. You know, I I just just want to be lighter than I was two weeks ago. You know, like if, if that's the case, then I'm on the right path. And um you know, if, if he did that, I wouldn't care if he lost a pound. Well, a month. he should look at like a like a three hundred cc motorcycle, and he should be like, "Do I weigh less or more this week?" and 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 go at it that way. Yeah, I think maybe the way he's thinking about it, it's gonna glaze over that. <laughs> is, <laughs> is like I feel like in his head, maybe he's thinking like, "Oh man, when I'm one ninety, everything's gonna be smooth sailing." But that's just so out of his realm of possibility, like. Not to say he can't, but that I, he just probably doesn't even trust himself. It's like a fantasy, like what you think about when you buy a lottery ticket. You know you're not going to win, but you think about like all the stupid shit you would do if you did. Like, I think if he just set his sights more on like a 260, 270, to where you see somebody that big, it's like, yeah, they're clearly big, they're a heavy person, but they're not like, it's not crippling their everyday life, you know? I think I think maybe if Wing's mom were to 
leave him the house for some reason, uh, and he were there in his own uh, recognizance, and he didn't have so many negative inputs, maybe he could he could get his life back on track. But I feel like an, until he's out of the household that's supporting that stuff, he's never gonna really get it going because it takes so much consistency, and that's that's really hard with temptation there twenty four seven when. I, 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 I go on these really strict diets, and what I have found is that if I ever break the diet, even a little, then I kind of lose my willpower um, to continue to with the diet. It's like, oh, I ate those four breadsticks uh, yesterday. Yeah. It's like, why even Now bother? the diet. So why even fucking bother? Let's just have a cheeseburger and get it fucking over with, you piece of shit. Like, that's what I think about myself. But if I'm able to stay strict to that diet and be like, yeah, it's been eight weeks since I've had a Coca-Cola. I bet if I had one now, it'd be so sweet it'd hurt my teeth. You know, and, and I'm just like, keep going with it. And when I'm hungry, I, I go to a fast food place and, I'm, and I get a grilled chicken salad and only eat the chicken. And, you know, I'm proud of myself after that. But if I ever, like, eat a burger instead, I'm like, well, fuck this diet. It's over. I've ruined it. I've ruined it. And I'm sure he goes through the same thing. Um, and he has to stay consistent a lot longer than I do. Like, like I like, when I go on a diet, I'm, I'm dropping 10 to 15 pounds or something like that as quickly as I can. Yeah, you're doing but, speed runs. He's got to yeah. be in for like years of the long haul, you know? He has a marathon, and, and I know I couldn't beat that marathon. Um, you know, I couldn't go years without soda, years without, it, not even, I mean, he could have a, consi- a soda every now and then, but I like soda in my life. Like, I like it being part of my life. Like, I can't go years without soda. I want it there. Um, so he's got a real challenge, and I just don't think he can do it in that environment. I, I feel bad for him. I really do. I love Wings. He's a great guy. Uh, he's got tons and tons of flaws, as we all do. But um, you know, I got such history and such a interesting relationship with that dude. I, I wish the best for him. And like everybody else, I mean, I'd love to see that 200-pound version of Wings Redemption. But in that environment, I just feel like it's too much of a challenge. Maybe the moving out would be good. Maybe that'll be yeah. uh, just what he needs. That'd be cool. <sighs> that's what that's what I was thinking. Or that, it's or good you know, for may- everybody. I, I feel like, I mean, there are people who live at home with their parents, like in extended periods, like into their thirties. Like Wings is trending toward, I guess. But um, I feel like it really helps a person to sort of grow and spread their arms and be away from their parents. And uh, um, yeah, it, it it'd be a positive experience, I think, if he left the house. So. Call it a show? I think so. All right. Painkiller Nearly, episode 80. Bye, guys.